Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. Hey, it's Sally, and because you can never have enough Kinkle Fritz and Friends, here's some highlights from today's show. So the state that you grew up in and what that reveals about you. It's Kinkle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. We found this uh, insightful information. Like, for example, the only tree in your front yard is a saguaro. Well, that's from Arizona, of course. <laughs> yes. You know what that's all about. Uh, in California, you didn't know there was such thing as seasonal produce because, <laughs> well, I have it there all the time. Yes. Oh, Every yes. season is the right season. That's right. Exactly. Uh, in Florida, you don't notice sweat. It's <laughs> true. Ooh. Wow. I think that could also go for Georgia almost, but Georgia's Mm -hmm. is besides water, you drink only sweet tea or a Coke. (laughs) That could be Texas too. (laughs) Yeah. And and maybe North Carolina with the sweet tea. Yep. Um, I like this one in uh, Kansas. You've seen the world's largest ball of twine up close. (laughs) Seriously? Oh my goodness. I've I've never seen it. I have not seen it. Right. In Michigan, you know what Verner's is. <gasps> somebody, I know what Verner's is. Oh, see, I remember somebody calling from when we were talking about like homemade remedies, and somebody was like, "When you're not feeling well, drink Verner's." And I was like, "What is Verner's?" Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Ginger. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ginger or root beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ginger ale. Ginger uh-huh. ale. Uh, in New Mexico, you know, food is something that comes with your red or green chili. <laughs> 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 yes. And in Texas, you correctly uh, use the term "all y'all," referring to more than one, more than two people. Yep. Yeah. So that group is all, all y'all. y'all coming out. Yeah. Uh, yep. And Wisconsin, you know how to pronounce brats. <laughs> brats. Is there a brats. In, do you say it? Is there a wrong way to say brats? Well, I guess if you look at it, I mean, you would. Uh, I mean, people brats. say brats. Yeah. But like uh, maybe somebody from Wisconsin would automatically think a oh, hot dog brought. And Wisconsin, I'm going to also add, and you know what squeaky cheese is. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Is, those, is that the cheese curds? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So no. good. Squeaky cheese curds. No, oh. they're not good. Sally, no. you've never had good cheese curds. I am yeah, convinced. I'm from Iowa. Hello. No. <laughs> yes. They're delicious. How can you? Wait a second. Everyone loves cheese. Everyone likes oh, stuff deep fried. So what happened to you? <laughs> Missed the genetic connection. Talking about, you know you're from a certain state when you have knowledge that other people don't know about that particular state. Mary is with us. What do you got? I'm from Plum City, Wisconsin. That's by Ellsworth, Wisconsin, the capital of the cheese curds. Okay. So that is where the famous cheese curd capital. Yeah, and if you get the cheese curds fresh and they're still warm, they're very squeaky. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fry them. Yes. <laughs> squeaky cheese. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm trying to be so polite here. Fried or not? The squeaky cheese. The squeaky cheese can be healthy. It can be healthy if you don't fry it, and it's very squeaky and it's very good, fresh. Yeah, I've had fresh curds. They're good. But I want to tell you guys, I love your radio station, and I'm going to give a contribution because I love the encouraging messages I get from this radio station, and I just love it. And God is with us, and God led me to your radio station. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and I'm... 
Anyway, have a great day. Well, no, you, you too. too. See, Sally, I think you should give this cheese curds a second try. Ah, <laughs> oh, I just don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're bad delicious. first experience. <laughs> no. Well, you had a bad one. <laughs> so sorry about that. Family Life Radio. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends. We found this uh, awesome list of things that you know you're from a particular state if you know these certain facts, like in Texas. You know that football isn't a sport. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, in Michigan, you wear tennis shoes, not sneakers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. In Florida, you know a good parking spot involves shade, not proximity. <laughs> it's kind of the same <laughs> here. Sure. I think that goes for Arizona <laughs> right, yeah. in the summertime, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have all these different things for the states. Family Life Radio. Hey, this is Sue. I wanted to weigh in on my state. Hey, Sue. Okay. Where are you calling from? Uh, well, I'm in Tennessee, but I grew up in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Tell us about Ooh. something Bostonian uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We know how to pronounce Worcester, which a lot of people will say Worcestershire. Oh. Or Worcestershire. Oh. Worcestershire. I grew up saying Worcestershire. So, okay, then how do we, how do we properly pronounce that product that some people put on their steak? Yeah, and that's the city I actually w- was born in. It's spelled W-O-R-C-E-S-T-R, right. and it's pronounced uh-huh. Worcester. Worcester. Like W-I-S-T-E-R. So would it be Worcestershire sauce? Exactly. Oh, oh Worcestershire oh. instead of Worcester. Well, we don't say Shire, but we say Worcestershire, but anyway, yeah. Worcestershire. Huh. Yep. Okay. Didn't yeah, know I was that. today years old. And you also know how to park the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been so many years since I've been there that it, every once in a while, like maybe once a year, I'll say something that'll come out like that and I'll go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pop the car. You guys crack me up. I love you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, you've probably heard of Andy Stanley. I'm sure you've definitely heard of his dad, Charles Stanley. He's on TV and actually he's on Family Life Radio. And uh, so Andy and his wife, Sandra, have written a book called Parenting, Getting It Right. And uh, Andy is a pastor of a large church in Atlanta, Georgia. And we had an opportunity to hang out with them, talk about parenting. You know, you talk about the law of harvest. Explain that for people that don't understand that. It's in the Bible, but how does that apply to parenting? The law of the harvest is you sow now and you reap later and you can't rush a crop. So there's the final exam approach, which is I'm going to put it off, put it off, put it off, cram at the last minute and maybe make an A. In our student ministry days, we saw some parents approaching parenting with the law of the final exam rather than the law of the harvest. Mm -hmm. That I'm going to not get engaged, not get involved, going to let my kids be a little wild and crazy. We don't need to discipline. Aren't they cute? No, they're not cute. They're they're animals. (laughs) They're awful. They're terrible. Nobody thinks it's cute but you. And then the kids get older and then they decide, oh, now we're going to start disciplining. But parenting is the law of the harvest. You sow now and you have to sow at the right time and you have to sow in the right way. And then you sit back and you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait and you hope that you got it right the first time. We want to say, especially to parents whose kids are still at home, you are sowing and you're going to reap. And if you haven't decided what you want to reap, you're not going to know how to sow and you're not going to be as intentional about the timing of certain things. A farmer cannot ignore the seasons, can't ignore 
ignore the almanac, cannot ignore, hey, this is the, these seasons are coming and going whether I pay attention to them or not. So it's, it's the law of the harvest. And of course, as you know, that's true in many areas of life, but it is especially true when it comes to parenting. So good. Seed, time, and harvest. So the book is Parenting, Getting It Right, Sandria and Andy Stanley. What an amazing interview. If you want to hear the whole full interview, it's on our podcast. Do you have any good news? We want to hear yours. Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. Maria is with us. Tell us what's going on. This coming Sunday, it will be 10 years that I've been clean and sober. I went back to school at the age of 55. I got two associate's degrees. I got my bachelor's at Highlands, uh, New Mexico Highlands University. Wow. You go, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I even published a book. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Good golly. What a life change. Yes. And the book that has to do with anybody that's struggling with any form of addiction, mm-hmm. to show the world what Jesus can do in the life of somebody that was messed up on drugs and alcohol. That's wonderful. So now we're curious, how did God help you overcome that addiction? I got tired. The Lord never let me go. There was a lot of other people that I knew in my life, of course, throughout all my years of addiction and that died in. Mm. He just gave me enough rope to the point where I just got so tired of the life. I got tired of going out there and and doing things that I was doing to make money to supply this addiction. Mm. Then one day I just looked up and I told him, I can't take it anymore. I said, Jesus, help me. You need to help me. I can't do this on my own. I needed him to fill me with his willpower to resist these temptations and the craving. Do you feel like he did? Oh, yes. Yeah. I landed up in jail, you guys, for eight days. On the eighth day, I was released on Easter Sunday. It was like I came out of the grave with him. Wow. I came out of jail after 27 years in my addiction. I didn't have no craving whatsoever. Wow. Bless you. That's amazing. Wow. So you have faith that you may not even realize that you do. It's Kankel Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. You know, it's hard to have vision with just facts. Vision happens with faith. By the way, we were formed with faith. Mm. God spoke us into existence. Mm. So faith is in our DNA. And we use faith every day. We don't even think about it. You know, when you sit down in a restaurant and you sit in that chair... You're trusting that it's sturdy enough to support you Mm -hmm. and that it's going to be there and you're going to be just fine. And God is asking us, because just think about that. You put all your weight on that chair and he's asking us to put our weight on the words he speaks to us. Mm. Yeah. Do we put weight on those words? He says, if he says it's going to happen, well, then you can put your weight on it. He says you have a, a, a plan and a purpose. He, he, it says that in the Bible, he's got a plan for you. It's above and beyond all you could ask, think, or imagine. He wants to wow. prosper you, not harm you. He wants to mm. deliver you. He wants to give you eternal salvation. So can you put your weight on those words and lean on That's them just amazing. like a chair does? Oh. Mm-hmm. Why is that so hard as a human? <laughs> Even when we see God do amazing things in our lives time and time again, I find myself returning to that doubt. And I know where it comes from. I know exactly who's speaking that into my mind. Right. But God has proven himself so many times. Putting my full weight on what he says he's going to do should be the easiest thing ever. I guess it's because, you know, 
hindsight is 2020, as they say. Yeah. Faith is believing in things not yet seen. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so it's that, I always call it that getting out of the boat and walking on water faith. You know, it's that moment of you, you decide, yes, Lord, you've been there, like you said, Misty. And I'm going to trust you that you're going to be there right mm-hmm. now. Amen. <laughs> So uh, if you're dealing with something, maybe you got something going on, I really encourage you, find out what does God's word say about that and then put your weight on it. Yeah. Yes. Literally sit down on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is supporting like you. It. That's another way to look at yep. it. God's word is supporting you today. Experience hope. Family Life Radio. Being inspired by generosity. Maybe you're in a restaurant or something and someone pays your bill. That's what happened to this family had a pizza party. So we're not talking a small group of people. And a couple was watching this party, this little two-year-old's birthday, and they just paid for the whole thing. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. And they mm-hmm. total, totally anonymous for that. Jessica's with us. What do you got? I took my kids to a pizza place to have dinner, and we're sitting there enjoying our dinner, and there was quite a few other people there, and all of a sudden, we had a storm come through our town, and it knocked out our power. The lights go out. (laughs) And we're thinking, oh no. (laughs) And I don't normally keep cash on me, so the the waitress went around table to table to tell everyone that they couldn't take cards at that time, that they had to pay with cash. Yeah. A couple that had sat in front of us, my kids are eight and five and so they're kind of still in that cute age when they go out to restaurants and so they were kind of hamming it up with everyone around them and um, the couple gets up to leave and they turn to me and they hand me like a hundred dollars to pay for our dinner and that it almost brought me to tears I couldn't believe that you know Uh that someone would do something so kind because I didn't know what what I was going to (laughs) do sure Man, that was that was very nice. Yeah, hundred bucks. <laughs> sure, it didn't cost a hundred dollars. No, thankfully it didn't cost that much. So, yeah. but um, whatever I had extra, I just left as a tip to the waitress. So. Oh wow, oh, that oh, was sweet. That's so good. That's cool. Yeah. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm gonna let this feeling take control. So what is bringing you joy? It's time for that joy report. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. Family Life Radio, who's this? This is Thomas. I like hearing these joy reports because it's really cool to see the circumstances and we people have joy. And I'm in a place right now in my life where I really shouldn't have joy, you know, from the world's perspective, from a human perspective. But it's really cool to see uh, that in the midst of that, I, I'm okay. doesn't mean everything's okay, but, but God is holding me and I'm able to share just how good God is and what He's doing in my life and, and what the future holds. I think a lot of times we mistake joy for happiness or things going well, but the reality is it's that deep part of us that just holds us together. Absolutely. Well, you know, it reminds me of Psalm 23. He prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Meaning, in that scenario, everything's not okay, but you're having a feast. So, in other words, joy doesn't isn't really a, a have anything to do with events. It has to do with a state of being. Yeah, I just saw somebody speak on this the other day. I don't think I've ever thought of the difference. And it was talking about how happiness is, is so based on the circumstances in your life. Right. Happy is when everything is going fantastic and you're happy with the state of things. You're happy because things are going well. Joy is that deep 
rooted state of mind because of what God has placed within you and your ability to have that joy because of what he has done in your life, because of what he did for you on the cross. Amen. It is constantly within you and nothing can remove that and you can still have that even when everything is falling apart around you. Exactly. That's right. I've been going through a divorce last year and uh, not a lot of health issues, a really unstable lift situation, job situation, custody issues and things that just, I mean, they're painful, but at the end of the day, God is doing something great and I'm still able to serve, be involved in my church and learn new things, have a great time with my daughter and kind of an adventure in a way. Mm, so cool. um, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I appreciate you guys having this on the radio. It, it is a Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate that. Yeah, God bless you guys. So, an entire pizza party just completely paid for by a stranger at a restaurant. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Just inspired by that, and we're wondering about your pay-it-forward story. Cindy's with us from Kansas. Tell us what happened. Well, I live in a small town in Kansas. I walked into a local restaurant, and there was a table of like five or six policemen there. And so I asked the manager, I said, I want to pay for their breakfast. And she said, okay. So I did. And when they got up there to pay for their own breakfast, about three or four of them thought, well, I didn't have to pay for my breakfast, so they paid for somebody else's in the restaurant. So several (laughs) families got benefit that day. That's hey, cool. that's cool. Fantastic. You started a movement. Yes. <laughs> I did. I did. And yeah. it worked out very well. We have to take care of our public service people. I agree. Uh, absolutely. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Yep. So enjoy your radio station. I get to listen to it on the way to work every morning. Enjoy oh. it. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram where you can share your good news or joy report. Just look for and like FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, Thank you.